Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, David Molnar here. Welcome to the Your Photography, the Your Photography Mentor Podcast, Tongue Quister. Every single time I try to say it. Um, welcome, Rich Coleman. Hello. Co-host today. How are you, how you doing today? Co-host sir? today. Wow. Should I, am I on the chopping block? I've been your co-host for all block. 19, but woo, woo. Yeah. All, all 19. You say all COVID-19? Yeah. Wait, which way is it? It's going that way. It's all backwards. Um, I heard you can go both ways. Oh, no, man. All 19 episodes. That's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, Rich. David, let's, oh, I'm going to start with the big uh, three because I know you forgot about it. Well, I have a question for you, though. Do you, oh. do you know how much it costs for a slice of pie in Antigua? No. It's $2.50. The crazy thing is it costs $3 in Jamaica. In fact, those are the pie rates of the Caribbean. Mm. Mm. Pie rates of the Caribbean. No. I, th- I was it looking is. for like a 3.14. I was like, oh, it costs 3.14. Five, six, seven, two, one, eight. Mm, that that would that would be a good addition to the joke, but you know, I just I thought I'd walk the plank first. So are, are you um, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that joke never sailed. All right, we're just, just hey, we're gonna we're winging this right here. The big the big three, yeah. you ready? Big three mm-hmm. things from the last week. Um so my beautiful, my bold, my twenty fifteen MacBook, uh the space bar. The left shift bar and the E button stopped working. Three, mm. three things you never use on a MacBook. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so like the E, if I hit E once, it would just say E, like for infinity, it would just say E for like ever. So I called Apple, explained to them that I lived like two hours from a store. I found a protection plan or like a extended warranty, like they'll fix it for free. And then they wanted to charge me $650 to fix it. So I said, hard pass, mm. gave up for the day. Then I called back the next day, got a beautiful man named Jacob. He was like, oh, yeah, send it in. We'll fix it for free. So like just because I got the right customer service person, I get a, a, they're doing $650 worth of free work to this 2015 computer. That's my amazing Apple news. Wow. Wow. Dude, that's amazing. I, I've, had that, I've had that happen before as well at the Apple store where uh, there's times where I'm like, hey, you know, I forget what it was, but there's a couple, like, I think two or three different scenarios where I talk to a different customer service rec and rep and they're like, yeah, we'll fix that for free. And I'm like, man, it's amazing. It's like, it just, um, it just depends on who like you're dealing with that day or like their mood or how they're feeling. Cause it doesn't cost them anything yeah. to fix my computer for free. Come on. It costs them a little, like, you know, some stuff. Well, not that, not that actual stuff. person, not the, not the person on the phone. That's right. But, you know, they have, they have, uh, you know, they have their guidelines they're supposed to follow and all that stuff. Any other, it was that, that was one of the three. That was one. Now you, now you do two and I'll do three. Okay. So we're not doing three each. Yeah. Cause I doubt, I doubt you can figure (laughs) three out. I'm just trying to wing it. Uh, okay. So this weekend, um, me and the boy, what happened? Oh, I got a new car. I got a, I, so I had, um, I had a 2012, uh, BMW X5 is what I've had for the last three years. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, it's funny. It's like whenever I got the BMW, everyone, like a bunch of my friends were like, just remember with, when you have a BMW, you don't have to use blinkers anymore, you know, because like, I guess the, the traditional BMW drivers are jerks. Um, I tried it out. So I have had Toyota 4Runners uh, starting when I was 20 years old. And then I had that one for six or seven years, got another one, got another one. And because I, you know, two of them got wrecked. And the last one I got was kind of a lemon. It was rust underneath. One of them really smelled quickly. bad. Did one of them smell bad? Am I remembering that correctly? Mm, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe <laughs> the one I took to Mexico for two months smelled bad afterwards. Uh, I don't maybe. Because we like it, it had all the mildew in there from you know surfing and catching lobsters and stuff. Yes, the one the, that one. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, yeah. Long story short, when I needed to get a new Forerunner, when I needed to get a fourth Forerunner. Um, three years ago, I was looking and the price for a BMW was half the price of a Toyota 4Runner. I guess they just hold their value like crazy. So I remember thinking, gosh, man, a BMW is something I never thought I would be able to afford, but it was literally half the price of a four of the same year for a 4Runner. Um, and I buy used cars, so I'm not going to buy a brand new car. Um, Amen. That's no so, so far. Um, Dave Ramsey, there you go. Um, but uh, so yeah, I bought a BMW and I, it, just, it just never felt like me. It was fun. But never felt like me. A couple days ago, you know, since I moved back to the beach a little less than a year ago, I got a new Forerunner. Not a new Forerunner. New to me Forerunner. It was a 2019 um, and uh, with 16,000 miles on it. So it, it's definitely the newest car I've ever had. But it's a silver Forerunner. And it's just, you know, I just, I'm a Toyota guy. I'm like a Toyota uh, sandy car. I, need, I just need a golden retriever, you know. Mm. Good luck. Good luck with, luck. Good luck with like, Tammy. Yeah. There, yeah, there'd be exactly. a lot less food on the ground with a golden retriever. There would be. There would be. Yeah, we probably should do that. We'd be golden if we could just do Boom. that. Boom. Um, okay, uh, number, anyways, okay, number, well, number what's, three what's for me, third? I actually just texted your wife. I know that sounds funny, mm. but I texted mm. a picture of me and Rosie playing the memory game. So my big three is that I miss playing the memory princess game with, oh. with Rosie. Rosie, yeah. Rich, Rich would wake up and Rosie, who's my second youngest well one of my no she, yeah my second youngest i was like there we mm-hmm. go yeah she's the oldest she's my oldest daughter i'm like she's actually my third child like how can i how can i correct this thank you thank you for coming to your rescue rosie rosie is the boss and every morning she'd be like rich play the princess matching game with me and rich was like okay like, no coffee yet and then four You're hours later gracious. david would wake up i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty mm-hmm. much um awesome man well what are we gonna talk about today well, what are we giving away today? What are we giving? We haven't talked about that. I actually, to show you how we operate as the intro reel was praying, I was like, what are we giving away? And he was like, I can't hear you. The music's too loud. So today, based on what we're talking about, we're going to give away David's favorite hard drive, a five terabyte Seagate hard drive. I don't know if I can pull this in the frame since it's still plugged in, but it's right here. So imagine it being awesome. Imagine, you know? Well, here, this isn't Seagate, but I'm at, I pretend, pretend it is. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. We won't talk about that, our differentiations between Seagate and Western Digital. But today, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about, like, this. the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of building up to how we've started our business, like how we grew our business. Today, we're going to talk about some real things that have happened to us in maybe, like, some of the biggest mistakes that we, David and I, have made. Yeah. On this thing called business. And uh, it's not something mm-hmm. that you hear a lot of people talk about, their mistakes, because they're embarrassed. But if mm-hmm. my goal is to teach you guys something and let you learn from one of my mistakes, I'm all in. I'll tell you everything mm-hmm. I did wrong 
so that you don't have to do the amount of crying I did starting my business. Mm. Love it. We should do a couple of like rapid fire mistakes really quick. What do you think? Like what, what's one for you? Like, doesn't okay, boom. Like what's, uh, what's... Uh, not, not bringing extra pants to a wedding. <laughs> you might have to expound on that one but um what, what, uh real quick so one of you guys who shares this facebook live right now is going to win that hard drive right so we're going to be giving away that hard drive one of you guys who shares this facebook live is going to win that um because we're recording this podcast live um by the way you guys are commenting on my hair um mm, ouch man sorry yeah i know they're like they're like they notice when my hair is not pushed up and prim and proper. Listen, I have this new thing. I'm just trying to jump in the, so I ride my bike to work, okay? And I'm just trying to jump in the ocean and swim for a few minutes and get that salt air and take some deep breaths because I probably like dealt with screaming kids already in the morning. I'm trying to like channel my inner chi, all right, before I get to the office. And then, you know, and, and, and it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm enjoying the freedom of like not having to like try to do my hair each morning. So you I'm look pushing great. To the side. You look great. It's getting so, blonder. Which which way is, is it going? This which way is it going? It's, like, it's fine. It's, it's backwards it's, in the screen. It's good. There it's go. great. The ladies love. Are it. you guys okay with that? Are y'all okay with that? If I just like push the hair to the side sometimes and don't like they might like it if you went it topless like you do for me. Every time me and David, yeah. David sent me an hour and a half video of him topless the other day. True? Is that true <laughs> or false? It was, a, it was like an hour and like thirty three minutes. This is true. <laughs> Uh, critiquing some stuff. Like we, it was a conversation video. We need to, I need to be like rich, you know, like I really don't like the color black on your shirts. Like you really need to switch it to gray. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, no, no. I was giving him some feedback on a video that he had made and I was like talking about it in real time. And I did the whole thing topless cause I had just gotten off my bike and I was sweaty. So anyways, mm. um, yeah, Carol, thank you. Carol says your hair looks great. Thanks so much. Thanks. That, that should, that needs to be highlighted. Highlight that. Give that a shout out. Carol Fulton's my there favorite. There you go, Carol. Carol said my... So anyways, just, just you know, if my hair is like this, that means I jumped in the ocean a couple hours ago, and then I came into work and, uh, and stuff. So there you go. Zena says the same thing. Sandra, Sandra is saying your hair is fine. You know, Ooh. like whenever a girl says it's fine, like whenever I ask my wife... Freaked like, out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. <laughs> so my hair is, is neurotic and emotional. Um... Yeah, whenever I ask my wife, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. Is Ooh. she fine? I mean, she looks I mean, fine she, to me. You know, I would say so, Tammy's she fine. She looks so fine. Looks so fine. <laughs> hey, it's my wife. Um, I saw that paddle boarding post. Sa- if she says she's fine, that ain't, that ain't true. Okay. Um, so what's, so you, you went, you forgot to bring extra pants to a wedding. Do you want to expound or is yeah, that Yeah, so story? like I was at a wedding, and this is cool because you surfed there. Kitty Hawk Pier. Mm-hmm. I was at Kitty Hawk Pier. And luckily, the bride was getting ready in the hotel, and I was starting to shoot details. Tom and I were shooting details. And there was like a string like right at my knee or like above my knee, like on my inner thigh, like a little like a piece of my pants. Oh, a loose string. A loose okay, string. Gotcha, gotcha. So I pull it, and the pants split all the way from my crotch to my ankle completely. <laughs> and I looked at Tom, and I was like, Tom, I'm going to run completely pantless to Walmart, buy every pair of black pants I can find. You just pretend like I'm still here. And luckily, I bought four pair of pants. One of them fit, and I, not, like the bride didn't know anything had happened. But right oh, now, dude. if you go in my car where the tire is, there's a there's black pants, black shirt, extra camera strap, extra iPhone charger in the tire compartment. Oh, 
That's smart. Yeah. You know, I, I was just thinking about this morning. I like this shirt is was pretty wrinkly because you know I have like thirty or forty of these exact same shirts. I was thinking I was keeping an extra shirt or two folded in here in case like one's like super dirty and I, I'm out right now. So I need to I need to write. I'm gonna write that down on my to do list right now. Um, okay, so so when I shot, and I can't remember if I've ever told you all this in the podcast, but so Biff Jennings owns a company called Shooters at the Beach in Hitty Hawk slash Kittleville Hills, Nagshead. I don't know where his office Nags is head. right He's, now. Nagshead, Nagshead, Nagish. They're back into Nags Head because they were... Anyways. They're on Gallery um, Row. He's a great guy. I love Biff. Okay, I love Biff. Biff is awesome. Um, and Aaron. Aaron is his son. Aaron Jennings is awesome as well. Um, so check him out. Shooters at the Beach. I think it's shootersatthebeach.com, right? Dot com. Um, anyways, I, I worked for Biff and Aaron uh, for a summer. And it was awesome. An invaluable experience. It was kind of... I mean, it wasn't a real job because like we only worked a couple hours a day. Like I would do a photo shoot at 9 a.m. and a photo shoot at like 6 p.m. So it wasn't like I had to like go to the office and put my tie on and stuff. But, um, but it was awesome. And I learned a lot from Biff. He was definitely one of my earlier mentors. Um, he would tell me, like, he just had a way with, like, you know, when you're a photographer, you learn how to recycle jokes. You learn what jokes work. Like, for instance, I would, you know, when I was shooting brides, I may have told you all this before, but when I was shooting brides, I'd, like, walk in the room and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'd see the dress, like, hanging up on the wall or see the bride in her, bride in her dress. And I'd be like, that dress looks so beautiful. Like, do you think that would work on me? You mind if I borrow that later? You know, and for whatever reason, like the bridesmaids and the bride, like I'd always pull it off. And like my wife was like, oh my God, I've heard that joke like a hundred times. But um, it works. You figure out what works for you and you do it. Well, Biff was telling me what works for him. And I must have misquoted it because he was saying, <laughs> hey, when you're, when you're, because I was like, you know, like whenever you try to mimic someone else, like, like my joke may not work. And, um, and uh, Biff, would, Biff told me, he was like, when you're positioning women, and I'm not sure exactly, he must have just said it in a lighter tone, I'm not really sure, but he goes, hey, uh, when you're positioning women, you should, I'm going to stand up here, uh, my board charts are still a little bit wet, you know, literally, um, but he's like, hey, don't like scrunch your, he's like, don't, don't have them like scrunch your, your, um, your knees like this because it'll make their legs look fat. So he wasn't saying tell them that. He was saying what you should do is like have them sit like this and then so like I, I can't really demonstrate it right here on the podcast. But he was like There's a sofa behind you. Up. I need you to I need you to demonstrate it on that sofa behind you. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's like he's like go, like spread out, you know, like have the have the legs go like this. He's like and say so they look nice and long and thin or or extra long and thin or something like that. I, he, that's probably what he said. He said so they look extra long and thin type thing. He probably said that. And then I was saying it for the first time, trying it out on a real client of his that I was, you know, because he would hire me to do beach family photo shoots. And I was like, hey, I was like, so put your legs like this so they look long and thin. <laughs> and, uh, and I just like, I, 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 and, then, and then they were like the whole family, the fought, like they're probably from New York. They're probably from New York or something. And hey. like, no offense to New Yorkers, but they were like, they... Like, cause they were up, you know, like Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, that that's like people that come down to the outer mix and they were just like, you know, whatever. And then the father looked at me and he was like, cause we were having a great time before that. Like we were cracking up, like whatever. And he was like, that was cold. How dare you? And I was like, I, I, I was, I was just trying to recycle a joke. Like I didn't mean that she looked fat. Like it, it played off so bad. Um, mm. but I learned to try to like position things 
in a in a light way and never in a deprecating way towards someone else. Because probably Biff had said that distinguishing word. I don't know. We could ask him. But he probably said, so they look extra long and thin because then yeah. that just feels nice. Like, oh, you're already thin. Now let's make, make it, them look extra it'll look, long Yeah, you look thin. thinner. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this, this is like, you know. Hey, can you move your leg? Just, you look fat. That's probably how you said it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's what it came out as. And I'm like, oh. You know, so in the posing course, we talk about CRE, the core posing method. And we talk about how to always encourage your clients to correct their poses to um, pose in a flattering way. Anyways, that was one of the ones where I was like, oh my God. And I'm that, like, it haunts me to this day because they were really nice people and we were having a good time and I screwed it up. You did not get tipped that shoot. I didn't get tipped and they probably didn't buy any of the prints afterwards, which was the goal for Biff. Sorry, Biff. I think I maybe told you this. I can't remember. But um, anyways, all right. Do you have something else for us, Rich? He wants, he wants his money back. Is this like the speed round? Mistakes I made. Ooh, you know what I used to do? Because again, this is me forgetting to pack something. Like, when I was younger in my career, I would push it to the limit. Like, some of my friends, like, get into, like, this really zen place before they you go to a boundaries? shoot. You push boundaries? I don't understand. Like, why would you push ba- You never do that verbally on the air. Or anything I like do that. it all. I'm a, bound, I'm a boundary finder, <laughs> and I usually find it by jumping over it. Uh, but oh, gosh. what I did is I'd, like, like, my friends will, like, mentally prepare for a shoot, whether it's a wedding, a beach portrait. They'll like, get in the right headspace. Me, I'm, like... Doing work, I never know what day of the week it is. I just kind of operate the same every day and get yelled at on Sundays for working. Yes, you pinged me yesterday morning. It's Sunday morning. He's like, hey, Sorry. what do you think about this? It's Sunday COVID. morning. I'm COVID happened, bro. I'm, church is I'm still get, closed. Getting ready for, I'm getting ready for church. It's not closed in Florida. We went to church yesterday. Anyways, go ahead. Turn off notifications. But I just like, <laughs> I'll forget what I'm doing and then be like, my, my watch will chirp at me and be like, you have 30 minutes to get to the beach. And I'm like, oh, freak. So I want, like, I would run to the beach, and I remember the sinking feeling of forgetting a memory card. Like, I'm, like, about to take my first test shot, and it says no card. And I'm, like, ah. or, like, I forget a battery. So also in my car at all times is a battery and a sleeve of memory cards. Like, my silver cards that, like, I don't want to use anymore. They're, like, a little slower. But I always mm. had memory cards in the center console of both of my vehicles. Mm. You should always have a card up your sleeve. Yeah, pull it out of your armpit, you know. Oh. Uh, that that card would have some stinky pictures on it. <laughs> Get it? Yes. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. That was that was that was clever. Um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna throw. No, I'm probably I'm not gonna say his name. All right, I'm gonna throw. <laughs> um, here here's a mistake that I had that I made. We, we don't have to do the rapid fire ones anymore. Okay, who? Because I was getting nervous um, about that. So there is a very influential person in Nashville. They're on air all the time. And, uh, very, sh- <laughs> what are you eating? Yogurt? It's no, it's my froth. It's, I can't froth on my meal correctly. So there's always like, it's leftover at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm not as good as you. Gosh, I know. Don't talk uh, about it. Gosh, man. You're just frothing at the mouth to learn how to, how to make lattes like me. Um, but I never really make them up in my office. I probably should try that more. Um, so there's this very influential person. And I'm shooting weddings at the time. And I shot uh, some really good friends of ours. And they referred me to shoot this very influential person's daughter. Okay? Who actually is now a very influential person as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so-and-so's daughter. Um, and uh, I'm going to, yeah. So Barack was, Obama. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, Barack Obama lived in Nashville. Um, and uh, this is probably during his presidency, I think. Probably. I forget. Uh, 
don't know. Anyways, he probably lived in D.C. then. So he probably didn't live he in probably Nashville. Lived, he probably lived in D.C. then. I don't think he was, yeah. I don't think he was in Nashville at the time. Um, so anyways, we had prices listed on our website. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's, there's obviously lots of different strategies there for having prices listed on your, bad, your website. We can talk about that differently. Um, mm-hmm. Someone had actually asked earlier to talk about pricing and stuff like that. So we could definitely do that. But I had prices listed on my website. And I think I was testing it out. And I think at the time I was um, transitioning from shoot, spending 20, sorry, get, charging $2,500 to shoot a wedding. This is like probably 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, something like that. To thirty five hundred, we had raised raised our prices a thousand dollars to thirty five hundred dollars, and um, this is a very influential person, and this very influential very influential person's daughter was getting married, and they could afford it, whatever, okay, in cash. And, uh, but they're in cash. They're they're known to be sticklers for getting good deals. Anyways, I um. I guess I had, and I had changed the prices on the website to, to reflect $3,500, but apparently there was like some spot at the bottom of the about page when you scroll down where it still said 2,500. And I just missed it when I had changed the prices on my website. And then she was like, Hey, we're talking, having, you know, talking on the phone before, like a, it was like a pre-meeting, like a get to know you thing. She's like, I see your prices are 2,500. And I was like, Oh no. Um, no, uh, no, actually they're, they're 3,500. And I think she thought, that I was just, I don't know if she had seen it somewhere else written on my website that actually was 3500 but I think she thought I was trying to hike up the price just for her, and I wasn't. We had just legitimately, a month or two prior, had changed our prices to $3,500. Um, and so, anyways, it was one of those things that kind of became like a thing, and they, they, I think maybe they thought I was trying to hike up the prices on them, and I actually wasn't. Um, so anyways, it's one of those things where if you're going to post your prices, make sure they're consistent all over your website because I got the stink eye from some influential people for the next few years because I think they taught, thought I was trying to like work a work some kind of some one of those deals and it might have all been in my head you know but you're pretty smart I don't know yeah I felt I felt I felt kind of like mm, mm. that guy right there and I was like I wasn't trying to do it I'm innocent I'll do it for free what I would have shot that wedding for free. Biggest Glad. mistake is shooting friends I'm just kidding friends and family man they can be the worst shooting like Here's what here, this isn't even on notes or anything I've thought about, but I will say this. Free shoots can be the most headache. And once you start a precedent of shooting for free, like let's say you shoot your friends' engagement pictures for free because you love them. Then they expect you to shoot their wedding for free. Then they expect mm-hmm. you to shoot the cake smash and the one year birthday party for free. Then the next family photo for free. And then whenever you start charging them, they start to they get mad. They're like, You've been doing this for free for 10 years, and now you're charging me money half price. So that has nothing to do with anything. But if you're going to do a service, charge something. Even if it's 50 bucks, charge something so that there's a precedent of you making money for work. Because if, you don't, if they don't value you in dollar form, they're not going to value you in time form. So your time needs to be worth something. And I will say, if you're starting out, you're growing your business, charge something, even if it's minute, just charge something so that you don't set a precedent of being that cheap free photographer. And I know we've talked about that before. I just want to re-hit that home because they're the worst clients. It's definitely, it's definitely a fine balance though. It's one of those things where um, Jody Saria said $3,500 is not a lot to shoot a wedding. Even It 12 was 12 years, years ago. ago. Uh, yeah. Depends. Uh, it's, it's, mean, it's market. Not a lot. 
it wasn't a lot, but there were certainly people charging 10, 15, you know. Well, the, you know, the last weddings we were shooting were, I think we started at $15,000. So we worked our way up from there. Um, this was just like, an, I think I was in year two of shooting weddings at that point. And I had started at $500 a wedding in the year 2006. June 24th, 2006 was the first wedding with my friends Sarah and Dustin Peed. And I charged them $500. I drove all night to get there. Um, we left Friday night after work, after Tammy's work. We drove all night, got to the hotel at like 3 or 4 a.m., slept for two or three hours, shot a wedding all day, and then came home. And I spent like weeks editing the photos, and I made 500 bucks. And that started my wedding photography. Hashtag worth So anyways, $3,500 felt like a lot to me at the time because I was a 22-year-old kid or 20, maybe 23, something like that. Um, but what I was going to say about shooting people for free um, that is a really interesting subject. I know we've talked about that a lot yeah, on, the, but on, the, on the podcast episodes. It's, it's, it's a complicated thing, okay? Um, because there are times... Let me echo with what, what Rich just said. I 100% agree. When you start shooting someone for free, it's re- they're always going to come to expect it. Oh, Rich gives me this deal. Oh, David gives me this deal. Rich was at my house a week and a half ago, and I made him shoot a photo shoot for us for free. Oh, uh, no, I invoice you. <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. You just, we, we, just, we just dropped Speaking of $3,500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like sweating. I'm like, let me talk to the accountant. Pause. Yeah. Push pause. Um, just kidding. Um, but anyways, um, th- if people, if you start charging free, meaning charging nothing, and you start shooting people and you do that a few times, they're definitely going to expect that in the future. And I have some, some friends of mine where it just started getting out of hand where they're like trying to bend over backwards so that I can, I'm like, can you just like, like it didn't work with my schedule and they really want me to shoot. And it's like, I feel bad for charging them because they're good friends of ours. And, um, and they've been, you know, I don't mind doing it. It's just life was busy. I'm like, I don't have time to schedule a shoot, much less do a shoot for free for you. And they're like, it's okay. We can wait till next week. I'm like, just hire someone this week. Like, I don't want to do it. It becomes a hassle. However, let me, let me add a caveat to that. Let me, let me argue with you for a second, Rich. Okay. I think doing free shoots strategically that have strategic or relate, strategic relationship value has built my photography career mm-hmm. so um i'll have times when i would like hook a band up and do a strategic shoot for them so that they could get signed to the record label and then the record label pays me five to ten grand to do a photo shoot for them and they're like cool now because now it's not their money it's like the apple you know person it's not yeah. their it's, it's not no their longer money. their money they could they have a budget to spend right and then they're like well david like let's let's have david do that you know um, and so there is a way, there are ways to be strategic. Does that mean you should give every schmuck out there? No offense. Um, every schmuck out there, a free shoot? No, but there are strategic moments in time when you can utilize your talents to a build your portfolio, B make a strategic relationship and C really help someone out. Like there's nothing wrong with being helpful. But if you just don't charge anything at all times for all these people in perpetuity, then you're going to become that cheap or free photographer that isn't a good thing for building your career. That's not a good. Record. What I would do, what I would do, is I would let people know, like, like let them know that they are special and they should feel valuable. And like, man, I just really want to hook you up with a shoot. You know, I typically charge you know five grand for this or whatever, but I'm really going to hook you up. Don't, don't, please don't tell your other friends that I'm doing this. And then all of a sudden, they feel special about it. 
and they're not like, like I'll do it for you this time. Like I'm not, you know, like I, I want to, I want to help you, blah, blah, blah. Um, then if you set that precedent for I'm doing this strategic free shoot for you, um, don't tell your friends and don't expect this next time, then that can set you up to win. And then maybe you're going to get that photo shoot with when the record label signs the band or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many free shoots I've done that have had tremendous, um, you know, tremendous value. And um, yeah, so I think there can be really amazing strategic value for that as well. Like the first time I shot your family. No, the first time I shot your family. That was, this is, I'm, I'm reaping the benefits of that strategic value. This is true. Yeah. Is true. Or I will say uh, anybody that has the pleasure of shooting David Molnar. Tonight, sunset is at 823 because my watch says David would be leaving his house at 821 to get to the beach and do a whole shoot in under 10 minutes. True or false? True, but yeah, probably, probably if, it, if the sunset's at 8.23, then we'd probably arrive like a minute before sunset happens. Yes. Know? So it's like, it's like we would have probably left, if the beach is, you know, a 10-minute drive, we probably would have left at like 8.11 or 8.12. Got there for like one minute of sunset. And one minute of good light. Yeah, that, perfect. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I to, to, to echo to echo realness on what David just said. A big mistake I made starting out was not taking advantages of those networking abilities. If I could preach or teach anything, it's networking. Mm. College was great for me. I didn't learn much, but man, the friends I made kind of boosted my travel wedding photography career. The the connections I made. I still use for business today. When I first started out taking pictures, I wouldn't give the cake person their pictures. I wouldn't give the flower lady her pictures. I wouldn't give the caterer theirs pic- those pictures because it was just like an extra head- has- like hassle and headache. I just wouldn't do that. I delivered to the client and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I realized, man, if I give these pictures to the florist, they're going to use my pictures online and that's like free advertisement. You cannot put a dollar amount on the value of networking. Mm. I will say that. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Whether 100%. it's a record label or a florist or like, like Tom, Tom does drywall, my father-in-law. And when I was starting my beach portrait company business, I gave him magnets. I spent like 200 bucks on magnets that said like 10% off book a beach portrait. And he would just throw it on all the refrigerators and Twitty houses. Nice. Yeah. That's really and, great. And it, and it worked. I mean, it was like crazy because I, like I made up a promo code. And when they would email or call me, they'd use that promo code. I knew it was only from the magnet. So it's, it's pretty funny. Oh. So I'll still find them. new clients with yeah. your magnets. I magnet. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Get yeah. it. Wah, wah, wah. No, but that's great. That's, that's great. That's guerrilla marketing is what that is. Have you ever heard of the term guerrilla marketing? Yeah. It's like, you know, boots on the ground, being strategic without spending you know four thousand dollars in a magic oh no i'm like tom if you see any other magnets you throw them away you put them (laughs) in the garbage disposal and only i want i want to be the only magnet on that refrigerator in that rental house put the magnets in the garbage disposal you'd have some mad uh some mad homeowners then mad at the other photographers Uh, it worked yeah (laughs) why did you put your (laughs) exactly why did you put your own Um, in the garbage disposal yeah yep absolutely um so there's one time when we were shooting a wedding, this super sweet couple. Oh my gosh, they're the sweetest. And 
we were shooting a lot of memory cards. Memory cards were very expensive back then. And small. Eight to ten years ago, I don't know. And small, like probably eight gig cards. Maybe four, probably four gig or two gig cards. Yeah, Actually, I, shot on, I, sh- I shot on fours for sure. Yeah, I think there are four gig cards. So you'd, you'd shoot, I don't know, three or 400 photos and then have to switch cards, something like that. I forget. And so what I, what I would do is I would, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to run out of memory cards in the middle of the ceremony because there's not a lot of time to switch out. So I would usually put a fresh memory card in for the ceremony and make sure it's good. And I had, I had a friend of mine, you know this friend, I'm assuming. I don't, I'm wondering if I should say his name on the air. Maybe I, maybe I won't say it. Um, let's just say he's, now he's in Neverland, uh, or Neverland. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. I um, yeah, I mean, he probably wouldn't care. Uh, but anyways, we had this system where we, I don't have my memory card thing right here. We had the system where it's like when you shoot a memory card, you put it back in upside down. And so you Amen. know that. Still that do that. Shot. It's like mm-hmm. kind of a universal system. You put it back in upside down. That way you know, do not shoot in this card. You need to download it. Okay? And what we did that day. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so that Good one's card, upside down. Spent card. Good card. Yeah. I can use this. I cannot use this. Look at those compact flashcards. What are those? What are those? I don't even know what that is. Um, it's not my fault you're using your Canon 5D Mark IV incorrectly. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I had an assistant, a friend, he was just visiting and he like came to it, came with us on that wedding. That's a good friend. I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but apparently when I took the, the card out after the ceremony, he did not put it back in upside down. <laughs> and we shot the entire we shot over the entire ceremony card and and um and we didn't realize later and it was like a nightmare i was like oh my gosh i literally ruined every picture and i'm the main camera angle for the ceremony fortunately thank god i had a second i had a second shooter my wife tammy who's an amazing photographer amazing at capturing moments she got to be just an amazing wedding photographer especially when it came to the candid photojournalistic portraits or uh, just photos throughout the day. She got killer photos of the whole ceremony. She didn't miss a single moment and she was in a prime spot and she a hundred percent redeemed the ceremony photos. Save the day. Save the day. But I, all the main photos of the bride walking down, mm-hmm. seeing mm. the groom, all those things like, you know, all the, you know, mother, the bride, like all those things walking down, all the photos that I had from the prime position were all deleted. Mm. I think I recovered like a couple of shots off that card because we did the recovery software and it was a nightmare. It's the only time I've ever really had that happen. And I, I was just like, I, I still don't, I still don't know exactly how or why, if it was my mistake, if it was my buddy's mistake, but we shot over a card on accident. And I was like panicked, like, oh my gosh, it was a beautiful wedding. You can never recreate it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But Tammy got amazing photos of that. And then we just, my wife and I felt so bad. We, we told the couple, we like, wow. all, like we, we sent, we, we got amazing photos. Like, honestly, like there weren't missing anything, but we knew, you know, and we, we wanted to be honest with them. Like, hey, we screwed this up. So I called them. I think maybe, I, I can't remember if I called them or met them because they were in Nashville. One of the few Nashville weddings we had. 
and we told them and they were so they're like we had no idea like we love the photos like so it's no problem you know and they were so gracious about it i'm like thank you y'all are wonderful but even still we're going to hook you up with thousands of dollars of free albums because so we we gave them a couple thousand dollars of extra free stuff um and all those things so do not shoot over your memory cards in fact nowadays don't ever format a card at a wedding ever can i say that yeah, that's probably a better idea. Yeah, like go to the go to the wedding with fresh cards that you do not have to format. Hmm. That's a better smart idea. <laughs> that's a better idea. I've it I've second I've, I've second shot for people where they like they hand me a card to put in my camera. I'm like, there's pictures on here, and they're like, oh, just format it. And I'm like, are you sure? They're like, uh, I think so. I'm like, yeah, you that's not to... a moment you want to think about it. Like you're about to shoot wedding pictures and you want to. Maybe I can format that card from the wedding yesterday. Maybe it's backed up. Maybe it's not. No. I use my cards. Man. and just gave it. That's why I just give you so many cards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to restock you with a couple cards. So here's what you can do. If you have like a camera like uh, with two card slots like this, there's a, this is the Canon 5D Mark IV, and the Canon EOS R5 that's coming out soon is going to have dual card slots. Are they both going to be SD cards? SD cards. You know? Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, so this has two card slots, okay? If you're watching this, you can see there's this one right here, which is the SD uh, SD SD card. And then there's another compact flash card, which is the archaic, really big ones that you can slide in right there. You can double write. First of all, you should just buy a big enough memory card for the whole wedding, I think. Um, Amen. There's, a, there's actually you, a couple it, of schools of thoughts on that, but I agree with you. Yeah, I think you should just buy... I, if I was a wedding photographer, if I was still actively shooting weddings, I, obviously I was a wedding photographer back in the day, I would shoot with a two-card slot camera, and I would shoot redundant to those two-card slots. You might think that it, it does make your camera go a little bit slower, but I don't care. No, no, no. There's, um, there's a, it's actually not true. Like I, I make fun of you a lot for shooting to that SD card slot. That is built to be a backup. No matter what mm. you do, your camera will, will shoot faster to that CF card slot. That's what it's designed for. And then it backs up to the secondary card slot. So it actually goes through a buffer when you just shoot to an SD card. So oh. your camera is as slow as it's going to be shooting to an SD card. But that's what I do. Yeah. I actually shoot large rolls on my primary card, CF. And then on my backup, I do... Um, JPEG? No, I, I do small rolls. And I put like a 256 gig card in there. And I can usually do like 10 weddings. So like there's always pictures on that backup card. And it takes me forever to fill yeah. it up. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I would shoot, if you can, if you're shooting weddings and if you're getting paid good money, you should invest in good equipment to shoot weddings, right? So I would shoot two card slots and have them back up to both. Whether you shoot small, like Rich was talking about, I probably would just shoot full on big ones to both, like the full large raw, personally. Um, but then that way, if you have big enough cards, you have a 128 gig card, 256 gig card, you never have to take the cards or open it. By the way, it's pretty much like watertight sealed, so it's like safer if you actually just leave the cards in there instead of exchanging out. There's more room for like dropping into the mud or all these different things. Mm, that so happened at my wedding the... last weekend. The wedding I was in really? last weekend, I went to go leave. I, I changed out of my suit, and everybody has a flashlight, and they're like looking for a, a lost memory card. A lot like you know, like when you take a CF uh, SD card out, it kind of bounces, it kind of pops out. The photographer had lost it. Luckily, they found it, and it was not my company. But that was like, I guarantee you, a really crappy like 45 minutes of looking for a memory card because it was all the ceremony pictures and bridal pictures. 
That was the wedding that you were a best man in? Yep. Or was that, oh gosh, but they got him? They got him. Yeah, they found it. He texted me like an oh, hour God. after I left. Like, we found the card. I was like, Phew. You can't, um, you can't be really be discreet looking for a memory card in the dark at the groom's house. Like, they're going to know oh something's wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When seven people, including, like, guests at your wedding, are looking for a little teeny black <laughs> SD card in the grass. Oh, my gosh. Man, that's tragic. <laughs> well, hey, a uh, couple, couple things. We're going to give away this uh, hard drive in just a couple minutes to one of you guys who shared this, um, this live recording of the podcast. And... <clears throat> Um, I think we're also going to give away free two months to the photo mentorship. That sounds perfect. We'll, do that. we'll pick one. One of you guys who shares this uh, free training is going to win a, me- uh, not a memory card, but a, we should give away a memory card, but we said, we said hard drive, so we'll do that as well. You can, store, you can store a lot more pictures. You know, uh, speaking of the, the photo mentorship, uh, let me tell you this story because I told it in the photo mentorship and then you can tell people what the photo mentorship is. So I went live. Yeah. On Thursday or Friday, I do a segment called Tech Talk where people just ask me. I think I had over 130 questions asked to me, and I answered mm. them. Um, that was just that one time I went live. Mm. So much knowledge in my brain. But here's the story, David. I shot a wedding for free. Cocky. For free. Free wedding. It was okay. my college roommate who were like not even friends anymore. Not because we're not friends, but because life happens and he moved on. Right. I shot his wedding for free. Um, I'm at home, the pictures are edited and I'm, I'm like rearranging and organizing files and something magical happened to where it was on an external drive and on my desktop. I went and moved the file from my desktop to a different external to back it up twice. And the whole thing disappeared. Like it was gone from everywhere. The wedding was three week, three weeks old. So it was already off the cards so in a magic moment, that wedding disappeared from every backup I had. So in theory, I deleted a wedding before I delivered to the client. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I call drives. I call drive savers. I tried a couple of software things and it was just like not working. I called right. drive savers and she was like, take the battery out of your MacBook right now. It was like the pop MacBook pro battery. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember this. <clears throat> so I popped the battery out and she's like, mail me your computer. I'll get the files back. And I'm like, are you sure this is a wedding? It's important. She's like, it's going to be expensive, but I'll get your files back. I mailed them my computer. They take apart my hard drive. Not like here. I like breaking things. Not like, uh, I just broke this hard drive. Not like take it apart like this. I'm out of focus. Hold on. But they actually physically take the discs apart. And they text me a picture. They actually email me back then. A picture of a guy in a clean suit holding up the bare disc of my hard drive with a thumbs up saying, we got your data. That's probably a stock image. <laughs> like They take it every time. I don't know. That's but awesome. It, that's it, awesome. Was, it was cool. It was $2,600. From a free wedding. And David, you want to hear the worst part of this story? So I shot a wedding for free, got the pictures back for $2,600, and the couple was divorced 13 months later. Oh my gosh. That's why I want to be friends with that person anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So to say, that's why I love the photo mentorship. I, I specifically teach you and show you how I back stuff up so that you don't make stupid, idiotic mistakes like I made. 
Yeah. The photo oh, mentorship. Yeah, that was a really idiotic mistake. Oh my God. Yeah. But that's why I love it. And that's why I like my job. Like doing the podcast is fun because we're talking to a lot of people, but like when I can help out Carol or somebody specifically, when they ask me a specific mm-hmm. question, it's amazing and super like life giving to me to be able to help people out. Mm. And I like it like when the staff, like I'm, I'm like the MacGyver. I'm like the weird tech nerd. Like if I can help you out by teaching you how to reprogram a button on your camera to act as the servo. Talk button, nerdy to us. That's what I'm here for, David. That's right. That's right. Um, that's awesome. Well, it is awesome that we have the gift of large memory cards now. You know, Amen. Like, for cheap, too. It's crazy. Yeah, like, this is a 64 gig. I probably would have shot an entire wedding on a 64 gig back in the day. Files are a little bit bigger now, so... You can still do it. You can still get away a 64 unless you... Probably. How many pictures How many pictures did I take for your family the other night in 20 minutes? 1,175. Oh, my gosh. Um, the kids were screaming. I was just trying to make it happen. Okay, i got to be honest about something. We have, um, you know... Tammy, Tammy has a hard drive with the, with kind of like a bunch of our family photos on it. And she, that hard drive has been acting funky, you know, and we have the photos backed up, um, to a couple, to a couple of places, but they weren't really convenient. Like they were at my office and this weekend we were trying to like re get the photos off and I bought a brand new hard drive to kind of replace it. Anyways, it is so important because basically Tammy's hard drive is starting to screw up. It's even the one that I'm about to give away. It's one of the first times I've ever, because I bought like 10 of these. It's mechanical. It will break. Yeah, it will break eventually. So the hard drive we're about to give away, I'm actually having the first one. It hasn't failed yet. I can still get photos off of it and stuff, but it's, it's starting to be a little bit funky and it's saying, hey, you need to reformat this hard drive, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if I'll trust that one again. Nope. But basically, we've all had hard drives fail. I've had hard drives fail in the past. I just, it's the first time I've ever had one of these Seagate ones fail. I'm so thankful that we have the photos backed up. Okay. So thankful because, uh, otherwise we'd be really freaked out. Like you are like, Oh, you your were, wife, your wife would kill you. Even though it's not your fault, your wife would kill you as the husband for losing all those family memories. It would be my fault for not like, for not backing up her photos, you know? Yeah. Um, but what I realized is that my, my backups of, cause it's a lot of photos. It's like three gigs worth of photos that's on her specific hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them backed up in a couple of places. It's like, you know what? I need to do what I do for my professional shoots for her, like personal family photos that she takes with her camera, with her 6D Mark II. And I need to just have the carbon copy backup. So basically if you have one hard drive, it's not good enough. You need to have at least two copies minimum of your, of your photos. Um, I think identically backed up and then your exported final JPEGs. I think you should back them all up. They need to go in the cloud. So whether that's Google drive, Dropbox, Google photos, Amazon, somewhere, Amazon, you need to back up your JPEGs, which are, are your, like your exported versions of your photos. You need to back them, back them up in the cloud. So anyways, hard drives, memory cards, they fail, they break the mechanical. So you need to make sure you're being smart and back we, them up. The redundancies you know? are right here. It's not in any of this. You just need to, you need to be smarter than all these physical things. It's like saying I bought like a diesel truck. Yeah, it's going to last forever. But one day you're going to get to turn it on. It's going to break. If it's mechanical, mm-hmm. it's going to break. Things happen. Stuff happens. Fires happen. Bad things happen. So just ha- like I'm, I agree with David completely. Two physical locations and on the cloud is how I back up everything. Actually, I back yep. up to the cloud twice because I'm extra nervous now because your head's in the clouds 
Yeah, and, like, my wife's got so confusing that, like, I gave her her own system that doesn't interfere with mine. Like, she has her own, like, iPhone backup system to where any phone mm-hmm. picture she takes gets backed up to the iCloud and Amazon. So her iPhone pictures are in two places and on her phone mm-hmm. no matter what, and I never have to worry about it or get in trouble. That's smart. I, th- I think we did that. We, we do that as well. We do two different places. I'm not sure if we do Amazon. I think we do. Amazon's free. If you're, if you're an Amazon Prime member, it'll back up JPEGs, unlimited JPEGs for free. Well, we should do that as well. That way, that it's, yeah, it's, she's it, always it, like, it, I don't it, know. It, you like, don't even know if it, it's do, it does it all by itself. It's great. Yeah. Um, hey, this is a great question. Kristen Hoffman Hembray asked, how long are you required to keep a copy after you've delivered them to the client? How long are you required? I it's, would it depends require on your contract, you. Honestly. Yeah, it does depend on your contract, but forget that. You should just have their photos backed up forever. forever. I say a year. I say a year on paper because life does happen. Like you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. let's say my office burns down and my heart. I actually have a fireproof safe for my hard drives. That's how nerdy I am. I do too, actually. Yeah. But like I say a year in my contract, but then I let my clients. Like I've had a. I had a bride call me, man, last year crying. She said I lost my my wedding pictures in a fire, and she's like crying on the phone. And as she's on there, I I log on to my picture server host and I just reactivate her gallery, and I say. Go to that same link and hit download. All the pictures are there. And she was like so excited over something that seems so trivial when you have a house fire. But yeah. it, a click of a button, well she got all of her pictures. And, th- and that's, and Kristen, that's exactly why I say I think you should just keep them forever. And so what I'm not saying is that you have to store their raw files forever. But he- here, let's just be honest. Hard drives are cheap. The hard drive that we're going to mail to one of you guys in a few minutes is like 120 bucks. That's pretty cheap. Okay. For security, getting peace cheaper. of mind. For security, yes. okay? Like, your photos are the things, like, if a fire burns your house down, that's kind of the, one of the one things you can't replace. They're family heirloom, heirlooms, okay? The memory. So the memory. just, yeah, like, here's the deal. If you shoot a wedding, and it's 50 gigs, 100 gigs, I don't know, for a wedding, and you turn the photos over to your clients, the JPEGs are only going to be, like, maybe 10 gigs, something like that. If that. You can, if that, maybe five, three, probably two or three gigs. Back them up online. And Google for free forever. So keep their keep their JPEGs, their final JPEGs online. That way you can do what Rich did. And when they have a fire, God forbid, uh, you can just be like, no problem. Here's a link to your photos. Okay. So don't delete them. If you really need to delete the raw files after a year or something, sure. But I don't think you should do that. I think you should just buy another hard drive. Yep. You know, especially because uh, they're, 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 they're getting cheaper, man. Like when I, they're getting cheaper, uh, uh, like a hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty yeah. heart dollar hard drive a couple years ago was five hundred gigs. Now it's ten times that for the same price. Yeah. Now it's one hundred and twenty bucks for a five terabyte, which is five thousand. I remember spending two hundred dollars on a one terabyte hard drive, like two fifty on a one terabyte hard drive. Yeah, and now you can get one hundred and twenty dollars for a five terabyte hard drive. Yep. So what I'm trying to say is, like, just get a new hard drive every few. I mean, you know, you and then, have and then when this up. one's full, you you unplug it, put it somewhere. That's another backup that you're not even thinking about. Redundancy, hundred percent. Redundancies, love it, love it. Hey, so we're gonna give away a free copy, a free copy, um, a free digital membership to the photo mentorship. All right. The photo mentorship is our amazing membership uh, community. It's an amazing community. Um, let us know if you guys are actually in the photo mentorship. I know a bunch of you guys are on are online right now. I see Carol Fulton right there um, and Lori Cole. So you guys are awesome. Um, 
let us know if you guys are a TPM member. TPM stands for the photo mentorship. That's where you get to stream unlimited access to all of our courses and you get to uh, ask Rich and me and Brandon and Emily and Crystal uh, unlimited questions um, inside of our Facebook community group and unlimited questions on our site privately to our mentors. And so have, basically a, and have a chance to win again. Like I'm gonna, we're going to go live two more yeah, times and give, give stuff away. Yeah, two more times this week and give stuff away, you know, because we're doing a live on Wednesday and Thursday this week, right? We're starting actually a brand new series this week on uh, the iPhone Photography 101, and it's going to be taught by me and hopefully Rich will tune, tune in for that. We haven't discussed that, but um, I think, are you going to tune in with me? I use Android, that? is that okay? On Wednesday? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about iPhone photography, which is basically mobile photography, but specifically with, you know, iPhones. And um, it's going to be awesome. So it's the iPhone Photography 101 Bootcamp all this month. We're going to have four sessions starting this Wednesday. So it's going to be really exciting. But anyways, if you are a TPM member, and uh, then you're going to get access to that live training. We answer questions. We're going to give stuff away. Um, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then we do Tech Talk with Rich on Thursday. And then next week will be a lot of fun as well. So I'm going to give away two months free of the photo mentorship where you can stream unlimited access to our 25 courses in counting, ask unlimited questions to the mentors and attend our private trainings like the iPhone photography bootcamp. Um, that's exclusively reserved for TPM members. Do well, we have what? winners? We do. do we have a winner? they're, they're in Slack and I will, there's actually okay. five weeks of iPhone cause there's five Wednesdays. Well, I only have four weeks planned, so we'll see. We'll oh, see about that. No, uh, we'll do like a critique. We'll, we'll do like everybody. We need to do more homework. Like I, I love mm. watching our students like grow and learn and being like, I love like that. When we uh -huh. say homework, we mean like practice challenges and stuff. No, not like there's doldrum tests. homework. It, like it, it reminds me of the SAT. <laughs> Just kidding. I dropped out of college. No, it's all Let's fun. It's all fun. It. It's it's all fun. I never even went to college, so you know, there's that. Um, okay, we're gonna give away. Do you have the winner? I don't have the winner. Yes, up. I do. What, what do you, you want to give away first? The hard drive or the photo mentorship? Let's give away. Let's give away uh, the photo mentorship first. Okay, are you ready? So the winner, the winner of two months free of the photo mentorship. I don't know the name of this person. I didn't. I don't have Slack open. So the winner of two months free of the photo mentorship, our amazing membership community. All right. Hey, by the way, a bunch of a bunch of people are like Carol is saying. Courses and tutorials are amazing and lives. The lives are awesome. TPN has been a godsend. Awesome. Tom Andrews says, I'm a TPM member and it's great. Andrea saying she's a TPM member. Awesome. Vicky saying she's a TPM member. Fantastic. You guys are awesome. Uh, TPM member for two months. Love it so far, says Lori Laughlin. That's fantastic. Love it, Lori. Um, love it. You guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for being TPM members. Y'all are the best. TPM, let's be honest, TPM members are our favorite, right? I'll say that. Yeah, well, I mean, T I know them. They're my buddies. I'm dude, yeah, like we're doing like an impromptu meeting like here sometime. Like there was, I'm grabbing coffee with somebody and they're like, well, I, maybe I can come down there too. So we're kind of doing like an impromptu meetup on accident because I'm so loved you, in the group. You know what I was thinking we should do? Um, I was actually thinking, I, I literally wrote it down this morning, uh, the photomentorship.com. Sorry, it's a really ugly, uh, it's an ugly font, but I just typed it in there. I'll come up with a better <laughs> font next time. <laughs> um, the photomentorship.com. Um, but anyways, the photo mentorship.com, um, is where you'd go to sign up and I'll let you guys have that link here in a second. Cause we're gonna about to give away, hopefully I, did I type that right? Photo mentorship.com. Sometimes it's so stressful typing live on the air. Um, anyways, um, I think we should do a meetup exclusively for photo mentorship students, like a big one, like a weekend. You know what I mean? 
like where we all get like because we've done our workshops and they're fun but what if we did like instead of it being like oh david's gonna teach a workshop all day for three days straight and we're all exhausted what if we just did like a really fun i'm talking about this idea on air and i haven't talked i to love it team, so i'm in it. how about you just but, make but us lattes it, all weekend yeah, like it'll be more of like a, a really fun hangout where we'll do like photo shoots and stuff and maybe do something, some, some like we do some, we go on like a landscape photography, like kind of outing. Adventure. We maybe hire some models. Yeah, we maybe we hire some models and do some fun shoots. But instead of it being like a workshop where we're just teaching the whole time, it's more about like hanging out and community because that's the best part about the photo mentorship is the community and it's the camaraderie. It's the feeling. I Come think, for the of, learning, stay for not, the community. Yeah, I think it's the feeling of not being alone, of knowing that you're in good hands and, uh, and it's a safe place to post your photos in <laughs> good hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. So but anyways, the photo mentorship's awesome. So let's give it away. Let's give away two months free of the photo mentorship. The winner of two months is, you. hopefully you have the, the name of I it. I do, I do, sir. The winner of two months of TPM is Teresa Sullivan. Teresa. Teresa Sullivan, you have won two months free of the photo mentorship. And you didn't even have to sell a van to get it. Sell a van, sell a van. Ah, I was like, I was like, sell a van. I don't get it, but okay. All right. All right. So well, you, you were driving, you were driving there. You just were, you're shifting gears into shifting gears into the next, uh, the next giveaway. We're going to be giving away a free hard drive, uh, five terabyte Seagate hard drive. Um, and one out of 14 for me has failed so far. So you need to make sure you back it up. We'll you talk know? about this off <laughs> air. I have, I have thoughts on this whole thing, but I love you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the winner right. of a hard drive, five terabyte Seagate, is Gerald Valicio. Gerald Valicio. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Vasello. Okay. Vasello. Sheila, Sheila's asking if we can go to the OBX. That would be awesome. Um, Bro, we could do it at the Pine Island Lodge if it's like in the right time. I have friends there. This this is a 28-bedroom house that has four living rooms. Mm, I've done many workshops. That's where I did the workshop, the lighting workshop with your sister where she was my model. Mm, mm. Sounds awesome. Well, we will talk about it and we'll get back with you guys, but that will be exclusively for TPM students. So if you're not a TPM student, you won't know about it. Sorry, sucker. Sorry. Sorry. So check it out, thephotomentorship.com. And come join us for the iPhone Photography Bootcamp that starts this week on Wednesday and two days from now. Same time, kind of different place because it's only exclusively for the photo mentorship students. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Um, The next few weeks, you know what? I think we're going to be telling a really, really cool story next week about how to start a business. Big day, big day next week. Interviewing a really, really awesome photographer. So I'm really excited about that. So we will see you next week. Happy Fourth of July week to all of you guys, all of you, um, you know, Americans. members, <laughs> citizens, Americans. Well, it's not just America. I mean, technically, like South, US. South, South America, Central America, they're all Americans. Even you know, I was in Mexico getting schooled by uh, a tutor that I was having teaching me Spanish, and he was saying, "We're the United States of America." He's like, we're the United States of Mexico in America. And I was like, oh, good point. You know, Porque. whatever. Anyways, they're all, por qué? Por qué? Why? Por qué um, yo digo. So, yeah. Uh, to everyone celebrating their freedom this weekend, you guys are awesome. We love you. I love America. Guess what? Um, and I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I love you. See you guys later. 
Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com.